0: All right, we're starting the first line. Amarav Hamduri on Kuf Chaf Hey Amar Alef. Amarav Hamduri Amar Shmuel. Krimiyas shall So this means like the shreds of a mat. Let's say you had a mat and it came apart. So mat was made of little like fibers. So the fibers or the or like the pieces that comprise of the mat, it's mutar to be matatal on Shabbos. My time. Oh why? Amorava Barhamduri Asberali. Barhamduri explained to me the following that Machzelas Gufalamai What is the Machzelas used for the be afra To cover. So they used to keep, when we had this before, that to cover, um, if they had to go to the bathroom, so they used to keep a pile of dirt to cover it up. So on top of the pile of dirt, they would, they would have a Machzelas, that's one shot, Rashi says, or. They would put on on top of any mound of dirt so it doesn't uh, cough up dust, they would put a mat on top to kind of hold it down. So, either way, but the point is that the machzalas itself, the mat, could be used to cover things. So, So the shreds could also be used to cover up the dirty spots, or if there was tsaya there, could also be used for that. And therefore, since it can still, it has a purpose and it can still cover just like the map had a purpose and could cover things, so the shreds would still be um, mutter to be metatel on Shabbos, so mutter to move. Amarav zera Amarav. Shiyare And These are the, rem, like the remnants of a talus. Osolotototl on Shabbos. It's batel kli, Right? So if you had little shmatas, teeny tiny shmatas that had no real use, so then, also on the Shabbos. Amarav we're talking about rags that do not have gimel al gimel. So they don't have; they're not gimel gimel. So it's not gimel gimel is the minimum size beged. And what we're saying is, since it's not a beged, it's not a kli; it's not a beged that's right for anybody. So therefore, it lost its shame kli, and now it's going to be moktza. Tanur This is going to get a little fun over here. Tanur abanan shivrei tanur Yashan. So, if you had the broken pieces of an old oven, that the broken pieces of such a tanner, of such an oven, can be taken, can be moved. Okay, it's not going to be mukta. Rabbi Yehuda says that they are mukta. So, if a like is here, what happens with the broken pieces of a tanner, of an oven? He says they can be taken. So he was just made. That is like Shitas Rameir, Valkisuyov, and on the cover of such a Tanor, She'ain Sarach Beis Yad, that it does not need a handle. Okay, don't worry about Rabbi right now. The point is here we have a Machagustin remayer and Rabbi Yehuda, when it comes to an oven, okay, and you have pieces that broke off of this such an oven, can we use them or not? So in my what is this machlekes? Amar Abaya. So we're going to have three ways to explain this machlekes. Or Abaya is going to say, number one, now, This is our, the, the machlekes, just like we had in our Mishnah. What happens when something breaks off a clee? The ramer holds still a shivrei keli, can a shivrei tanner can still be used for some purpose. Right, it has some sort of use, whatever it's used for, and therefore it's still going to be allowed to be metalzal on Chavez. However, Rabbi Yehuda says, since a shivrei a shivrei tanur, when a piece breaks off off a Tanner, so the whole purpose of a tanur is to heat things up, right? So it requires to be insulated, right? A shivrei Tanner is not going to be able to heat things up. Okay, and therefore, so Rabbi Yehuda holds since it cannot. Do main malach tan, right? It, it, it cannot perform the same malacha that the original kli, which was allowed, which was the tanner, can perform. Therefore, it is mukta And uh, Remeir holds it's main malacha, uh, malacha that as long as it has any purpose, you could use it, and therefore you can use the shivrei tanner. Maskevla Rava does not like this pshat. He says ihachi b'shivrei b'shivrei so just like our Mishnah argued on any kalim, why did I have to specifically say Taner? Uh, you, you, if you're telling me it's just a regular old machlikas of Me'ein Malacha versus Malach Malachtan, so now it's, it's, it, there's nothing special about this. Why did I need Taner? Ela Amar What are we talking about? We're talking about a very specific type of Taner. Beshivre Dehai Taner Kamiflagi. We're talking about the following Taner. Dit Tanan. Nasnu Alpiyah Bar Alpiyah Dus. If let's say so, in those days... We're talking about a toner that's kind of t- shaped, imagine like a big pot. So in order to keep the heat, right? So they had like, it was almost like a big pot that they would heat things up. And then, depending on where it was situated, they would heat it from the bottom. Okay? So now you put, bar dos. you put this big toner inside a bar or a cistern, right? The difference between a bar, bar is dug out and a cistern is lined with brick. But either way, it's a pit in the ground. So you stuck the pot into the bit in the ground. So what you had is when you stuck it in, you had some space in between the pot or this toner this and the bar. So it wasn't uh, heat sealed, it wasn't properly sealed. So in order to seal it, what'd you do? evan. You put some rocks in between to seal the, to seal the open area in between the toner and the bar. Rabbi Yehuda Im Masik If you light, when you light on the bottom of the Tanner, it will be able to heat up the food all the way at the top of the Tanner. So it's basically what we're saying is you sealed it well enough to the bar, either the rocks, so that it now can hold in the heat. Then it's going to be We'll see why in a minute. Vim lav, tahar. If it wasn't sealed well enough, meaning if you light it on the bottom and it can't heat up the food on the top of the tanner, which means what? That it wasn't sealed to the bar because the heat's escaping, right? So then tahr. It's going to be tarvacham i hael v'chusak. We makam. A tanner is a tanner, a tanner, right? Whatever. If it's an oven, it's an oven. I don't care. As long as it, 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 it retains some sort of heat. Me call Makam So now what? We might come mythically, what's the Machlaikis over here? Nothing to do with Shiveri Kalim for the moment. We're talking about Baha'i the following Pusik. It says, Tanur Vikiraim Yutatz. The Pusik says that in order to be metaher, let's say you had an oven made out of Klicheris, right? We're talking about Klicheris. In order to be Mataheret, so let's say a Sheris was dropped inside. So now the oven is going to be tame. So how are you Metahir that? How could you get rid of the tumah? So we say, tanu vechirayim You have to smash them. Utemayim yu yu So have you, so now I just want to just to understand that yutatz is a very specific loshim that's smash. That is only specific to things that are mechuber lakarka. Okay, we have this also by mitsera, right? It says that you have. After the mitzayrah, if you have taras in the house, the final step is to smash it. So we use a lashan of breaking something that's mechobar lakarka, is a lashan of yutatz. And a lashan of breaking a kli would be shvira, a regular breaking. So what, what we're saying is, our argument at the following puzzle, it says, Taner Recharym yutatz. So when you hear the word yutatz, you automatically should be thinking mechobra lakarka. So Rabbi Rabbi Huda is saying is like this tahar. If it is something that is in the category of Netitza, right, only something that isn't smashed, but that otherwise could be smashed, meaning it's Mechobar lakarka. right, you following me? Utats only refers to Mechobar Karka. so the only way to get rid of the Tumah we're talking about the only way to, What is a tanor, right? What is a Tanur? That's what I'm trying to say. What is a tanor that's going to be a real tanor if it is bar netitza? Not breaking, smashing. Which means that in order for it to be a real tanor, it needs to be machobar lakarka. So that in order to be mataharit, I could be utatsit. I could smash it. Okay? So you Huda be the Mechobar netitza tami. She a netitza. Sorry, machoser netitza tame, She a machoser netitza tami. And therefore if you who the it's going back to what we just said that if the heat if it can be heat, heated on the bottom and it, will, it it will it will retain the heat well enough that it will keep the stuff on top hot now we're going to consider that tanur as if it's built into the ground right because it's 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 heat it's uh, able to be heat resistant right so it's able uh, to keep the heat so it's now built into the ground and therefore only if it can keep the heat, if it retain the heat, then will it be considered then will it be, have a shame klee of a tanor. It doesn't matter. They're about even if it's not in the ground, they don't learn from that it has to be They learn that, it's they learn from the pasuk that says that any sort of type of tanur, even if it's portable, will be. We'll be subject to becoming tame, and therefore we'll have a shame klee. Nami. Okay, and that's why the on holds. So we want to know over here uh, why you can take it or not. According to our mayor, you can take it because it has a din of an oven. It's a clea. And according to our Yehuda, it doesn't have a din of an oven because it's not a Kli. So now, Rabbanon Nami Huxiv so how are you going to understand that? It says Utats. What are they going to do with the pasuk of smash, right? Which we said means gisa. That's actually not coming to tell me how to be the keli, but that's telling me that it still needs to be metaher. What do you mean? Well, things that are generally al are not to in the first place. So therefore, kikufa da'ara, so I might think it's like like the, the ground itself. And Mkhbil can't become Tame. Kamash one, Yutatz tells me that even though it's Mukhob lakarka, the Tanor, even in a case where it was lakarka, it would still be Makabal Toma. The Nami. So what's Reb Yehuda gonna do with the Pasuk of Tmeim Yiyu? Haksib tmayulachem, which the Rabbanan used to tell me. That any Tanor, even if it's not will be Mechabal Tomah. Huh? That is only telling, that's, that is coming to tell you that there's only Mechaykes when you light it the first time. Now we discussed this before, right? Um, a few times. That in those days, the manufacturing processes were not as uh, refined. The quality assurance wasn't there. So a, something that is old is tried and, is tried and true, is tested, and something that is new is uh, subject to, you know, well, we're not sure if it'll work or not. So what we're saying is that this whole Mahahuda of whether it can retain heat, whether it can get a shame toner, is only when you light it the first time, because at that time, we don't know yet whether it's going to perform as a toner should, right? But if it was already used as a tanner, it already has a shame clay, even Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree that at that point, you take it out of the ground, it's portable, it's still Makah Valtomo. even if it's totally portable, even if it could be hung on the neck of a, of a camel, it's still going to have a shame of a Tanur. And Amar Ula Behesek Rishon the Rabbana Afilu Tali B'tzavar so that is not, that's not an exclusive reference, meaning are Rabbanon who talk a hold that even by Hesek Rishayin, if it's a portable Tanur, it will have a shame of a Tanur, it will have a shame Kli. That is true, not just if it wasn't properly cemented into the ground, but even if it's totally portable, hanging on the neck of a camel. Okay, so that is the way, so we had, the first way to try to explain this to Rabbi Yehuda Ramayr was that it was like our Mishnah of versus mm-hmm. The second one is, it has to do with the tanur, okay? And according to whether this thing has a shame tanur or not, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it does not, because it's not able to keep the heat all the way through. It's not mechobar Lakarka properly. And Remeyer, uh, on the first lighting, and Remeyer holds that it is. It's now- not called a cleat. That's what, according to this, you can say it's not called a cleat until it was lit once? Right. Why are we even arguing? <laughs> if you tell me this whole is has to do with uh, what makes a tanner, right? So why would you bring a case? What did it say? Tanner Shivre shivrei tanner yashan shivrei tanner. Who cares about shivrei? According to the way you're just explaining off, like, this this all about do I have a Tanur, or do I not have a Tanur? What is Shivrei? What are the shards? What do the broken pieces have to do with anything? So, hashta Tanur, gufalor of Yehuda lehava. So if you want to say, according to Rabbi Yehuda that if it's not properly cemented in, it's not going to be a Tanur, so then uh, lehava mana, it's not going to be a Klee. Shivar of me, boy. Of course, it's Shivrei. Uh, of course, these broken pieces aren't going to be a Klee. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the whole thing isn't a Klee. So, Ella, we're going to go back to what we said before. I said the shot them, is really uh, two of one and one of the other. Okay. Ella, What are we talking about here? That it's a machlaikis, me'en malacha versus me'en malachtan. What was our problem with that? Why are we using tanur, right? Why are we using tanur? Just use any regular keli. Gemara says, I'll explain to you why. Okay, we're talking about that you, they were cracked into tiles, okay? You ever go to like a restaurant sometimes, you'll order a steak and it'll come out like on a tile, it will still be cooking, right? So it still has a capability to heat. So they're heating tiles. So what happened was the, the material that you used for your toner, when it cracked, it became a heating tile, so what? So therefore, we're now somewhere in the gray zone, right? Remeod Rabihuda Remeir saying, according to you, Rabbi Yehuda, Lididi, according to me, malacha. I don't care even if they were just used as shards to uh, you know for anything, right? To carry uh, water or to clear stuff off my shoes, that would be okay according to me. However, Aladitcha, according to you, Rabbi Yehuda, who holds you need May Malachtan, limia, agree to me, Diki Gavna Malach that's still why, because what's the purpose of an oven is to heat things up. Now it cracked, and it's still a heating tile, so it's still able to heat. So that, why don't, you should call that name a lach tan. It should still be called part of their original use. And therefore, it should still be a keli. Rabbi Huda says no, Rabbi Huda says, Loy dami hasam husku mi husku mi That in the tanur, it gets lit from the inside. Okay, the heat is is generated on the inside. Here it's on the outside. u'mad. Okay, there it, you're, the the tanner, This thing serves as a clee that's able to keep heat in. Hashem u'mad. It's able to keep the heat inside of the walls of the tanur. Ha ha la And on the heating tiles, it's a different type of heating. And what we're saying is that when we need main malach tan, it's not just that it does the same. It does similar type of purpose. It has to be able to do the exact same thing. That's what Rabbi Yehuda is saying, and that's why we use a lashon of shibay Caleb. Now, just one thing: if you looked at that brisa uh, at the end, the part I told you to not be worried about right now. Hey, Rabbi Yisum, you should yashan sheni right? Like Sheeta's rameyer that they can be taken. Right, that it's it's not a problem al and on its cover that it does not need a handle. So according to who shita is it, that it does not need a base yad and it can it can be carried. That's like this Reb Yaakov, That's what he's saying. Is that he had basically two Hatarium. Remember one like Rameer, that um, you can be metal shivrei of the tanur of an old tanur, and uh, you can carry it, right? You can move it, you can carry it, you can lift it, even if it does not have a handle. Okay, Zakti Mishnah. So let's say you had a, a gourd, okay? Like a, uh, a pumpkin, right? Something that is, uh, something that was a fruit. And you have the shell of the fruit, which can function as a bucket. The only problem is that it's not very, it's still very buoyant, right? It doesn't sink. So let's say you wanted to, they were utilitarian, so they wanted to reuse everything. So I need a bucket, so I just finished eating my pumpkin, and now I have a bucket-shaped pumpkin shell, and uh, I want to use it to draw water. Problem is that it doesn't get down into the water. So what do I do? I take a big rock. And I put it inside of it, and now it weighs it down. So now the question is, what is the status of that bucket, right? Rocks are mukta. Okay, so now what is the status of that bucket that now has a rock in it? So, ha'evan ki ruha, a rock inside a stone, inside of a, a hollowed out uh, gourd, im mamal in and I So if you can use it as a bucket, and the rock does not fall out, mamal ba. Right then we say you can fill from it. You can use it as a bucket. And if not, if the rock's going to fall out, so we're saying if the rock is going to fall out, then the bucket becomes a bussus, becomes a buses to the rock. As opposed to if the rock stays in there, then the rock becomes a bussus to the Okay, so what's dominant? Well, it depends. If the rock is going to stay in, so now it's an effective bu- bucket, and I can use it. But if the rock's going to come out, then I can't use the bucket in the first place. it's a buses to the buses to the rock. Zemura, if I have a vine shehik shura that is tied, the tafiach tied um, onto a pitcher, Baba b'bashabis, you can fill from it. Okay, because And we'll, we'll have to see exactly what's going on in that case. Let's say you had a shutter. Okay, So in those days, they had a sh- you know, shutter covering the window. And when they wanted to use the shutter, so they would take it off, so there were different ways to deal with it. So some people would just take it off and put it on the ground. Okay, And then when the closing time came, or let's say my store, I want to close my store, or when I wanted to uh, go to sleep at night, I'd take the shutter, put it back on. The other people who they would keep it hung up it would be hanging, and therefore when they took it off, it would still remain hanging to the wall of the house, and um, it, it would just hang there, right? So, like this. If the shutter is tied and suspended from the ground, meaning that even though it's still attached to the house, it's, it, it, the shutter doesn't touch the ground when I take it off. It's still hanging, so then, Pagy I can reclose, I can re-stop the window up, I can reclose the window. Bim And if it's not, if it's not tied, right, we'll have to see what how far this if not goes. But if it's not tied and or hung in Pagy then you cannot, because it looks like you're adding on to the building, right? You're now adding a piece to the to the house. They hold either way, you can re shutter the house or the store. You can, you can re put the shutters on. So now, Tanan Hasam, the Mishnah. We said, Evan shall piyachavis, mata al sida vihi If you have a stone that's on top of a barrel of wine, and now you want your barrel of wine, so you can lean your barrel of wine and let the stone fall off okay stone is mukta so what we're saying is that you can't take it off but rather you push the barrel over the stone falls off and now you can access your wine and that's only true if you forgot the stone on there abobemania however if you purposely place the stone on top of your barrel of wine nasabussul sladavar haaser it becomes a basel dabara asr. The barrel now becomes asser agav the stone that's on top of there. What category of is a rock? A rock is a category of muksa that you it's something that you don't have in mind to use on Shabbos. It's not like a Klishma or, or any It's not a Kali. Okay. No. It's m it's it's in right? It means it's you don't have it in mind. So where would that fall? Is that lower or higher to like a collisional accretor? So that would well, well, Kalamar okay, in a different category. We saw that yesterday. It would fall in between. Meaning, if you had a purpose in which this rock was needed for, and therefore you included it, then it would be fine. Like we'll see in a second here. That the only time when you need... So he says, okay, why is this rock sitting on top of your barrel? It's, a co- it's covering, right? The barrel's open. It's covering the barrel. It's covering the, the wine that's in there. So he says, That you have to even lean the barrel to get the rock off. But let's say, if you specifically put a rock there to cover the barrel, then you could just pick up the rock and take it off. Right? Like, and, then, and that's your point. That if before Shabbos, you put the rock on specifically, you said, okay, this is no longer a rock, it's now a, a wine cover. So now you can use it. Because it's just like anything else. A rock, I- inherently, there's nothing specifically wrong with it. It's only because, the, it's because you don't have it in mind. Right? There's a million rocks, so you don't have it in mind to use. There's no purpose. I'm a rabba. Rabbis is like this. I'm going to ask on my shita, right? Remember this, so we now have two shitas here. We have two extremes. So we say, either way, we're explaining the Mishnah, uh, this Mishnah of when you, when you find, let's say you walk into your storeroom and you find a rock on top of a barrel and you want to access the wine. Everybody agrees that if you forgot, if you forgot that rock there, you didn't put it there on purpose, you can be matal, tzithi. you can lean the barrel over, spill the rock, spill the rock over and access your wine. The question is, what happens if you put the rock there? Do we then say that the barrel becomes a bustle of our asser Or, and it's usur, or do we say that, no, I put the rock there to cover, to use as a cover, and now it's totally mutter. So Rabba held the first way. I'm a Rabba, Rabba held, I'm a, a Rabba held, like Ravami, that uh, if you put it there on purpose, it's usur. I'm and Rabba, I'm going to ask from our Mishnah, the Evan inside of the hollowed out pumpkin right? That it was using as a bucket in so we said that what? That you, you can. That's a case where you put the rock there to weigh down the pumpkin so you could use it as a bucket and we said that if the rock doesn't fall out, then you can use it. So we see if you put something for a specific purpose, you put a rock somewhere for a specific purpose, then it's not going to become moksa. You are allowed to use it. So the Gemara says, Velohi, no kasha, over there, what happened? How do you have a rock? Right? And we, didn't think, we didn't discuss this when we said the Mishnah, but if you have a pumpkin and you put a rock in it, now you use it to fill up, right? use it to fill, use the, that, that hollowed out pumpkin weighted by rock to fill up, well, how is it that the rock doesn't fall? It must be that you attach the rock to the pumpkin. Because as soon as you dunk, dunk that bucket in water to get water, the rock will start floating. Right? So, and then it'll come out. So Elamai must be that what do you do? That you attach the rock to the pumpkin. And now what we're saying is Rabba, who said that B'meniach, it's going to become, let's say you put your rock on top of the barrel of wine, the barrel of wine becomes a bustle, so it also becomes a bustle to a rock. That's only where you did not connect it. You just put it on top. But in our Mishnah, like in our Mishnah, where you attach the rock to the halara pumpkin. Rab is going to also agree that in that case, it wouldn't be a bustle of our Now it's part of the cleat. It's part, it's part of making that functional. Amr Rav Yasef. Rav is on the other side. Maisvina Rav was the one who held that if you put the rock there, then it's a, it's a wine cover and you're for sure allowed to move it. You don't even have to tip over the barrel of wine. and In lab, aim a That if you do not, if it's not connected, you... I'm if, sorry, if, if, if it will not, the rock will not stay in the pumpkin, you cannot use it to fill up. Right? So what do we see? We see that if not if, in if, if then we don't say that as soon as you put the rock in, okay, as soon as you put the rock in, it's going to automatically become part of the kli. So the mercy is not, then even according to our holds that if you put a rock, Right? That's only when you think the rock is gonna stay. But when you put a rock inside a pumpkin and you don't attach it, that means the rock isn't going to it's going not going to stay there. And then you're essentially being mavato that rock. If you're being mematoed that rock, then you're saying it doesn't really have a purpose, because I don't really care if it could actually weigh down the bucket. So the rock has no purpose. If the rock has no purpose, it's now mukta again, even in cheetah strip basis. Yes. Okay, so now, but what is the actual machleikis here? But my kamiflagi, what are they arguing about? Mar-savar ba'inan ma'isa. Mar-savar lo'i ba'inan They're arguing whether a ma'isa mu'etes, a little ma'isa, right? Putting a rock on top of a barrel. So everybody's going to agree. That's what we're talking about degrees here. Everyone's going to agree if I take the rock and I attach it to my bucket, in a way that when I want to use it as a bucket, the rock won't come out. So I amams attach it. Everyone's going to agree that that rock is going to be fine to use. Right? I can fill it with that bucket. That's not a question. Everyone's going to agree that if I just stick a rock somewhere and I know that it's not going to be able to stay, yes. then it's going to be mukfah. Question is, what happens if what's called maizamu etes? Right, my comment is, myself being I need a real maysa, not a maysa mu'etess. Myself living a maysa, v'asu l'tamayu. Right, is putting the rock on top of the barrel, which is a maysa mu'etess, is that going to be considered enough of a maysa to take to get my rock out of the mupta category? And what, what's this machaik? V'asu l'tamayu, they go going to their sheet. Does the chiyaseh rabbi Yemer of Chanina, Rebbe Reb Zera of Chanina, Pamachas Halach, Rebbe L'malka went somewhere. He took the yeshiva on a summer break. And uh, he found a row of stones. So it was Erev Shabbos. He said, go think about these rocks so that uh, that you can uh, use them tomorrow. So Rebbe did not actually require a full Maisa. Okay. For Rebbe Yechen and Holt, it's Rebbe LeMaisa. Okay, that he did require a ma'isa. So Rabbi is saying in this story with Rebbe, when they when they when they wanted they moved the yeshiva right, so they wanted to sit down to learn somewhere, so they came Friday afternoon and saw a pile of rocks. Rabbi Yechinen said there was a ma'isa. What was the ma'isa? My amaluhu, Reb Ami. <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, so what did Re- what was the mice that Rabbi told his Talmud to do to these rocks according to the way we're explaining it? He said, go arrange them, lahu Ramami says, so Rabbami holds. Now remember, Ramami was the one who held that it it becomes a So he said, he said, that Rabbi, in order to use them. Rav Ami held that, you know what Rebbe made his Tamidim do? He made them rearrange them. That's not a misa, mu- it's a real Yet They have to go ahead and pick up the actual stone and rearrange them and say, you know what? It's no longer a pile of stones. These are now chairs. right? By rearranging them and setting up, go set up the base medrash. That's what they did. And they set up the base medrash, and now I showed that it's theirs, and I took it out of being just a regular stone. Rav Ami, no. so just wipe them off. So he didn't actually have to move them, move them and set up the base medrash for shear tomorrow as to use these things as rocks to sit on. But rather, they just wiped them off. And this is the machlekes that Rev, Rev Asi holds that if just wiping them off, just like putting the stone on top of the barrel, is enough of a maisa. Maisa muetis is enough of a maisa to get the rock out of the muqsa category and make it usable. Good? Why isn't putting the rock in the bucket? Why isn't because, you, because it's not going to be able to hold, so it's not even considered a MISA. It's not an effective MISA. When you put the rock in there, if you, don't, if you don't secure it at all, if it's not going to be able to hold the rock, then it's going to fall out, then it's not even considered a MISA. It's lower than that. Is the point over here that arranging the stones over here or doing whatever you're doing to the stones and putting it on? Is that you're making it into a cleat without arranging? You're getting it, yeah. You're making it into a cleat without arranging. With that arranging. Right. So, I mean, it, well, it's a question, right? Do, do I actually need to set up the base measures? Like, do I have to do a really effective Misa or just wiping them off and showing that I want to use them right. for stones? But here, when you do a Misa, even though I did a real Misa, but it, it, it's, it's of no consequence. It's not going to stay. Then it's not a Misa. What are you doing? You're putting a rock in, you know it's not going to stay there, so it's not, it's not considered a good mice for moksha purposes. It's not going to stay. Okay. Itman, Rebiyachim ben Chol Omar. they know we have just little variations of these stories that it wasn't rocks, it was soyar shal kairis, it was a stack of beans of wood. Rebiyachim ben Sholomar, Omar, gashus shol who remembers what gashus of is? Those are the probers. Remember we discussed that they stood at the edge of the boat and they had the gishuje, right? They had a stick that would show where the ground was. Okay, so either way, they Rebbe got to a place and there were either stones, there were beams or, or, or these sticks. There they were probers, right, used for the probing of the ships. Okay, have So now, by the way, mandamer gashish, so the mandamer that holds that it was a prober, right? So that is more of a kli. So kol Saya. sayah. Okay, so for sure, if I can use a gashish, I can use just a regular old bean, right? Because a gushers is really a klishamalakta le-esser, right? I mean, it's, it's used, and it, it has a purpose, it's a kli-uma, right? So it's a very specific kli. So if, I, if, I, if Rebbe allowed us to repurpose a gushers a prober, to sit on, to have shear, so for sure a regular bean that's lying there wouldn't be a problem. However, Manda amar sayer av gashash kapet he would be machbin and therefore it would still be Moza. Okay, so next part of the Mishnah, we said, Zimura, Shihit Kishura, that we said, if you had a vine that is tied, you can use it to lift up the uh, pitcher. Okay, so we wanted to know, Kishura in Lake Shuruloi, only if it is tied, what happens if it's untied? Let's say our mission is not like a Shurulom li'el, to Tanya, Chariah is Shaldekel, Sheh Gidron le'itzim, if you had hardened Tzim, uh, A dekel vines that you cut for wood. And then you decided, you know what, you wanted to sit on them. Tsarach likshar, you must tie them in order to, in other words, you have to do a maisa to them, right, to show that you want to use them, because you originally tied them for firewood, so they would have been mukta. So you need to tie them in order to show that you want to sit on them. He (laughs) holds you don't have to tie. So why does our Mishnah say, so you're going to say that our Mishnah, which says only if it's tied, is not (laughs) like the No. The vines we're talking about here are still tied to the still tied to the uh, uh, to the vine. I don't know, what do you call the vines? Tied to the grapevine. Right? As we're talking about tied to the frame that the, the what are we talking about? It's attached. We're talking about something that grows, the gr- vines, right? That grow out of a, a grape grapevine. So we're saying that a vine, well we're saying that you have to tie the vine when it's still belvia, it's still attached to the whole grapevine. Somebody So says, What are you talking about? It's, How could you use something that's muchomalakaka? That's an And that should be muktsam. So we say, that it's below gimel. And it's below gimel. And we say, we have a din here, that something that is below gimel, you are um, able to use them. And But in order to be able to use it here, we just want you to tie it. That's what we're saying. that's our way of of making, uh, um, uh, uh, you need a maisa. That's your way of maisa to saying I'm still using this. So it's mechaber. Less than three, you're allowed to use it. So, but it's still, it still, it wasn't something that was right. So, by tying it before Shabbos, now you're showing that I did a mycetoid, it, and it's no longer just a vine. I actually want to effectively use this to um, effectively use this to help pull up my pitcher. Right, but by tying it, are you making it into a cle? And since it's mekhor, the paragai can't become a cleat. So is that like a contradiction? It's not. We don't have to make it into a cle. We just have to make it usable for Shabbos. A klee can be usable. So what we're saying is the Gimel, it's usable, except that we really don't like it because it wasn't, it, it was mechaber lkarka and therefore it wasn't usable. So the kshira, the Maya Kshira makes it usable. It's like designating it for use on And it's mechaber, If it's less than three to take gimel to the ground, then you're allowed to use it. but Telusha, even if we're talking about a Telusha, right? Even if we're talking about a vine that was actually cut, you still need to tie it. Why? Shema We still have a concern that you might further cut it to size, and therefore, okay, and, and that's actually making it into a kli. Cutting something to size is makabapatish. patish. That's making something into a kli, and therefore, we say tie it to show that um, uh, <clears throat> tie it so that it's already tied up, and you're not going to cut it down to size. Next. Uh, we said, final case over here in the Mishnah, we said, that if you had a window covering, we said, Rebesi holds, <clears throat> sorry, Rebbeis holds that if it's tied, so if the shutter is tied to the uh, wall and it's suspended above the ground, then um, it is going to be mutter. You're allowed to uh, cover it back up again. And if not, then it's going to be usr. So I'm Shain Oil You cannot make an oil ari a temporary, right? So pakak or shutter is a temporary oil. It's not permanent. You're going to close it, you're going to open it, you're going to close it, you're going to open it, right? So it's, it's temporary. You can't, you can't make one initially. They're arguing what happens if I want to add on, meaning I already have an existing structure over here. Now, I just want to know, I'm being if I on an all-aray right, by shuttering the windows. One may not add on they hold that it's going to be okay and therefore, uh, the Rabbinan hold that I don't need um, I don't need it, even if I'm building, if I'm adding on to it, it's going to be fine. Versus Rebilezer holds that if it is kosher and toloy, like we're going to see here, if it's kosher and taloy, then it's not considered, um, it's not considered, if this is not resting on the ground, right, it's, it's hung up, so it's not considered like it was like you're ever adding on. Like building would be to take something from the ground and build it into the wall. Here, it's always, it still remains part of it by being tied and suspended. It's still shayich to that area, and that's why you're allowed to reconnect it. Um, let's do... Send this out. okay so we started with the uh you got it okay we started with the krumia we said that the the shreds of the mats since uh they can be used to cover things just like the mats themselves so you're allowed to be metalton on the chavis we said those would be like worn out little pieces of, of clothing the, uh, little shmatas those would be oser um, if it does not have gimel and gimel so it's not that's the minimum size to be a clee okay then we talked about the shivering. we brought a bryce of shivari, yashan. Rameir said, "It's like all Kalim Nitalin." Rav Yehuda said, "Any talan. Shiveri Tana Yoshin." So Abaye wanted to explain that that's like our Mishnah. Rameir holds that you all you need is Ma'in Malach Tey, and Rav Yehuda holds you need Ma'in Malach Tan." And Rava asked, "Well, if so, what does it have to do with Tana?" So Rava tried to answer that we have this whole thing we're talking about the Shiveri Tana of Rabar bar that are are not totally. It's not in a Kol kolka. Rameyer held it was a, considered a Tanner, even though it was totally not totally connected. Rabbi Yehuda held it wasn't a Tanner, right? Because it depends on how you understood yutatz. Does it have to be um, fully fully integrated or not? Rabbi Yehuda held yes, because he held it has to be bar nititzas. We mechaber held no, and we asked. Ravashi asked, right? He says, "What do you mean? Well, if so, why are we arguing about? If it has to, if it's all about the toner. Why are we arguing about shiv- shvarah?" So Ravashi explained, no, like a bay originally, and it is a machaikis in regards to, um, it, well, it, it was Rameir quoting, it, it is like the machlikis in our Mishnah, Meimelach Tai versus Meimelach ton. And Rameir was just saying, according to you, Rev Yehuda, we're talking about Misa Tafka, okay, I think I spelled that wrong, um, which are heating tiles. Uh, so it can still heat. When you, Rev Yehuda said it has to have Meimelach ton you should at least agree that if it could still heat as a tile, that it should be like uh, the oven and um, it should still be considered a clay. And it says, no, it's not my home. it doesn't hold it in, it, it functions differently. Okay, and Rebbe we just had to finish that. Breisa off. said, you can take it like Rameir, and we said that its cover does not need a base yad. Okay, and that is going to be machlikus later. Uh, that is um that we had. I think that was supposed to be kof nun zayin. Uh, I don't know why I wrote Kavchah Sain. Okay, it's going to be like this later on that uh, without a Beis Achiza that uh, you can't take it. Okay, Eben should be Ruha. So we had the next Mishnah that discussed what happens if you have a stone inside a hollowed out gourd that you want to use or pumpkin that you want to use as a bucket. So we said if the rock will not fall, if it will remain in the bucket, then you can use it to fill. And if not, then it's going to be usur. The bucket becomes a busis to the Evan, which is uh, going to be mucza. and we had a kasha said evan al Chavis where we had a mishnah that said if you had a stone on a barrel, and you want to access the wine, so you can lean it. You can lean it right. And Rabbi Yochanan says bishacherech. That's if you left the stone there. Now the question is, what happens if you actually put the stone there? So now we have a two way machlekes. Rabbi Ravami hold. I mean, it's going to be aser. We'll say that the that the um, barrel becomes a busis to the evan becomes a busis to the Dabar Aser. Rav Yisif and Rav Asi say that if you're many you don't have to because the rock actually becomes the cover and now it's a perfectly good cleat. And Rav asked from our, our Mishnah and we answered that the Mishnah is talking about where you uh, integrated the rock in, uh, was totally uh, connected. And Rav Yisif asked and he answered from the Mishnah that... In the Mishnah, the the case where it said that if if the rock will not stay in, it's going to be usher is because when you put the rock there, if you know it's not going to stay, then you're essentially were mavatol the rock, so it's back to where it started. Okay, and we said that Rabbi Ravami go like their shitas in regards to the story, the pile of Rebbe. Okay, that Ravami held that that you had to be misadram that to set up the yeshiva because ein ein hasman they're doing a small maisa, like putting it on top of the barrel as a cover is not going to be good it's not going to be it from its state of muktzah Havasi holds and no he held rashi held that in that case of rabbi all they needed was to to wipe down the stones Kli, just like the barrel when you put the stone on the barrel he held that, that will now become a barrel cover. It's no longer as a din of a stone. It's not going to be mukta. And then we had uh, two other sheetahs in regards to whether the Maisel Rebbe was not actually with a stone, but rather with a sayer, soy- with a pile of, of uh, beams, or with the probers. Okay. Then we said, Zmurak Shura mamalim. We had uh, a mish- uh, the Mishnah the mish- further on the Mishnah said that if you had a vine and it was tied, you can fill. And we said, Ah, it sounds like not like a Roshimogamil. that it doesn't need to be tied. Right, so you don't need um, you don't need a maysa from every Rav shavas. Rav says no. Here we're talking about you're right. Even according to Rav Shimon Gamliel, he's going to hold you need to tie it. Why? Because it's still Machaber. So you need a maysa to take it from its din of a branch to something usable, and that is kshira. And Ravashi says no. Here, even, even like Rav Shimon Gomlil, he would agree that you need to tie it because it's too susceptible to being cut down to size. It's a chashash, a makavapatish, and that's why you have to tie it. And then we ended off with b'kakach in that the window covering. Rebbe Lezer said that if it's kosher v'taloi, you can use it to re-put the 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 the, the uh, window covering back. The chamim held either way, even if it's not kosher and you can. And Rabbi Yechon explained the machlikus is for Moshef on a binyan when it comes to binyan arai, whether it's going to be us or, or not, Ribelezar held it was us and the Kham hold it is going to be Mutter, it's not a problem. And therefore Riblezar holds that in order to reclose the shade, it can't you can't be putting it back. It has to remain there suspended and hung in place.